Hello and welcome to the Binge 10. I'm Larry Goldman. And here's the kind of TV I watched last week and what you should be watching this week. There was a ton of new series, new shows, new binges that came out last week. And I tried to at least watch a little bit of all of them. And so there's a long, long list to get started today. So first of all, let's start with Lupin on Netflix. Lupin's been breaking international records for Netflix viewers. Uh, it's kind of a French con man heist thriller type of show. Um, it's not it's not as good as Money Heist. So if you've got a choice between that and Money Heist, watch Money Heist. Um, but it's pretty entertaining stuff. Uh, you know, the con man, Asan, he's trying to outsmart the bad guys. He keeps losing the battle over and over again, uh, but he's not giving up. There's only, uh, you know, five or six episodes of this show. It doesn't even really end. Um, I think Netflix is holding back on the uh, other five or six episodes. I think they're going to come out kind of really quickly. So I think we're going to see more of Lupin real fast. Uh, I do recommend Lupin. Um, I watched Alice in Borderlands. Uh, this is based on a graphic novel. This is the story where everyone in Tokyo disappears and a group of 20-somethings find themselves in a life-or-death series of games. Uh, they don't know if everybody disappeared from Tokyo or they're in kind of a parallel Tokyo. We just don't know. This is dubbed over in English, over the Japanese language. The dubbing is, is absolutely awful. It's one of the worst I've ever seen from Netflix. Um, of course, there's a subplot where they meet other people in the game, and everybody's trying to figure out how to get back to the real world. There's some action, there's some blood, there's some gore. Um, but Alice in Borderlands, I would just say, is just okay. If the dubbing wasn't so darn bad, I, I bet I could turn it off or... But then I'd have to, you know, read all the subtitles. Um, but right now, I just give it an okay. Another one, Fate, released on Netflix. This is the story of free female roommates at fairy school. So kind of Harry Potter-esque. Uh, fairy school takes place in another world. It's not Earth. And these are badass fairies, like kind of Carnival Row or magicians. Uh, each roommate, and there's five of them, they have a different power, could be water, could be fire, could be an empath, could be bright lights, and each uh, uh, each roommate has a different subplot. Um, somebody is trying to figure out who her parents are, somebody is an overachiever, somebody else is a princess, somebody else feels like they're cast out. Uh, the first couple of shows are not too young adult. But then it deteriorates awfully quickly. Uh, every conversation ends in an argument. Girls are battling for the same guy. Some girl feels like she's being left out because she's not cool. Teenagers are always right when they're yelling at, at adults. Um, fuck them. And yawn and yawn and yawn. Um, fate is just okay, if not, uh, if not maybe even worse than that. Uh, not sure how I feel about it. I'm not sure I'd recommend it right now. Uh, the interesting main story is just, just not all that interesting. Uh, then there's The Sister on Hulu. The Sister is your standard missing girl English crime drama 
with a slight twist. In this one, there's ghosts. Okay, so that's a little bit new. Uh, it's just a four-episode series. It bounces back and forth between three different time periods. You know, when the girl dis- disappeared, when a guy starts dating her sister, and then present day. At first, the main character plays, you know, kind of that standard English character that is awkward, mumbling, uncomfortable, almost to the point of just unbearable, unbearable. The first episode was, I got to tell you, really difficult to watch. You know, only Hugh Grant really pulls this off. This guy doesn't do it at all. But it does get better. And the bad guy is really good. Uh, Bob. Bob the bad guy. Uh, So he's really, really good. So I am recommending The Sister. It's just four episodes. It'll go fast. Uh, But it seems like at the ending, there's a long way to go with this story. Uh, I kind of like the way it ends, but I kind of, you know, you know, there's got to be more. There's got to be more. But I'm recommending The Sister on Hulu. A Losing Alice. So on Apple TV, Losing Alice is the story of a director looking to get relevant again after starting a family. So she meets a young, mysterious, almost uncomfortable screenwriter uh, that could be the ticket she's been waiting for. Her husband is actually trying to be in this playwright's movie, in the screenwriter's movie. Uh, Losing Alice is in Hebrew, and you could get it dubbed, but I decided to use subtitles instead. So much came out this week, I couldn't watch as much of this as I wanted because I wanted to do it with subtitles to get the real acting. Um, this seems really interesting, and I am recommending Losing Alice. Of all the new ones that came out this week, this was kind of my favorite. Um, uh, but not quite my favorite because Snowpiercer debuted uh, this week as well. And Snowpiercer is fantastic. So the second season premiered on Monday. And it was a rocket ship just taking off right where it left off. There, We find out that there are two trains. Sean Bean is the famous financier of both the trains. Peace on the original train is barely holding together. This is obviously going to be a great season. There's a ton going on. I highly recommend Snowpiercer. And it, it looks like you could start in season two, but I, I got to tell you to watch season one. Uh, Gamora, so on HBO Max, this is another foreign series. This one is in Italy and in Italian, and it's your standard mafia story. There's the old guard, there's the new guys challenging the old guard with new ideas, there are bad guys who are killing good guys, there are sons trying to prove themselves to their fathers, all the good stuff of a mafia show. I thought this was pretty good. Uh, it's transferring in from Cinemax, so this is kind of season three, um, I started in season one. I'm not sure you can just skip ahead. I'm recommending Gamora. I'll let you know if I if I wind up skipping ahead. Finally, Flack. If you've got Amazon Prime, you saw Flack show up on the home screen. Flack was on the Pop Network for about one and a half seasons and it was really quickly canceled last year. Looks like Amazon has picked it up and I could only see season one. Um, I'm not sure exactly what Amazon is going to do with this, if they're going to finish the second season or do a third. Um, Flack is about an American publicist, Anna Paquin, in an English firm. So another one in England. And she's basically bailing out her clients each week. It's kind of a female Ray Donovan without the violence. So each show is a crisis that needs to be solved. The show is really racy. 
a lot of sex stuff, some really, really good laughs, and I think it's pretty entertaining. I'm recommending Flat. I started watching it on the Pop Network, but when they canceled it, I kind of stopped, figuring I'd just kind of get left in the dark. So one of my favorite series. Um, uh, number one, Search Party. Uh, this week, I can't tell if Dory is trying to fake out her kidnapper uh, by being nice to him, uh, or she's really brainwashed. It's, it's hard to tell. This show is really, really good. It's my number one right now. Um, number two, Snowpiercer. Again, it just started on Monday. It's going to be great. Number three, I dropped The Expanse down to number three. Everybody's trying to rescue Naomi, so who's trying to save the Earth? And who's fighting uh, the Belters? I, I think the show took a wrong turn, and so I lowered it. Um, I hope they get back to the regular story. Number four is 30 Coins. Um, this week, not their best show, so I bumped it down one or two. Kind of a, uh, a clone kind of shows up, trying to fool that he's her husband. Everybody is still looking for that coin, and it's coming back. Five is WandaVision. This week was the Brady Bunch episode. Um, again, something's going on. I think we're about to find out real soon. Six, Mr. Mayor. Number seven is The Stand. So the Dark Man is still looking for that third spy. And they find Mother Abigail. Um, uh, and Harold uh, goes off the deep end, which we knew was going to happen. So a lot of good stuff in The Stand. Number eight is Your Honor. I took the, Your Honor took the week off. I didn't take the week off. But it is back this week. Number nine is Servant. You got to watch the scene with Dorothy uh, anchoring the news. She's just absolutely nuts. And Penn is Shameless. They did another one of those flashback episodes that wasn't too great. Uh, you know, so again, I'm almost starting to skip those. Um, the Go Big Show, it did drop out of the top 10 for me, but it's still great. There were alligators this week. Uh, there were rattlesnakes uh, this week. Um, there was some crazy stuff going on this week. A guy with a crossbow did a crazy stunt. Uh, you should see this stunt. Um, again, I'm going to give uh, a couple weeks until I create a new top 10 of series. I would recommend watching Flack if you haven't done so. Here's my top 10 from last year. Wayne, Tehran, Money Heist, Lovecraft Country, Ted Lasso, Mandalorian, Sex Education, Last Dance, Cobra Kai, and 000. Um, that's my top 10 from last year. There's a whole bunch of stuff coming out, and uh, uh, I'm just going to give it a few weeks to percolate, and then I'm going to start uh, my new top 10 list. New this upcoming week, Big Sky returns on ABC. Uh, Resident Alien comes out on the Sci-Fi Network on Wednesday. Possessions comes out on HBO Max on Thursday. Um, I still have not watched movies Lockdown or Rock Camp just yet, but I'm going to get to them. I could not find CB Strike or Three Caminos on HBO Max or Amazon, respectively. Um, so I'm still waiting for those to come out. The Little Things, an HBO Max movie going right to HBO Max, starring Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto. That has got to be awesome. Uh, so can't wait for that. 
And also on Saturday, a documentary about Axl Rose on the Reels Network on Saturday night. Should be good. One movie that I did watch was One Night in Miami. Uh, One Night in Miami is on Amazon, and it's a show based on a real meeting that took place between Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, and Sam Cooke. So it really happened. No one knows exactly what happened at the meeting, but we do know that the meeting happened after Ali won the heavyweight title earlier in the evening. The show addresses a lot of issues, obviously racism, especially at this time, uh, this time period. But each character is also kind of getting attacked and analyzed by the others on what they are doing for the cause uh, and if what they're doing is actually helping. So that's where things get really interesting. The show is really, really good, and I really liked it. It gets a little old after an hour and a half because it's really just these four guys in a hotel room. So it loses a little bit of momentum, but it's a pretty good show. And it has one of the best shocking or maybe just surprising scenes I've seen in a while between Jim Brown and his mother's uh, employer in Georgia. Um, just just a really great scene. Uh, I, I, I can't remember who plays Jim Brown, but it's uh, but Bo, um, Bo Bridges plays the employer. And uh, the scene just takes a left turn so quickly um, that I was, it just it, it just was was really really well played by by all the actors. That's it for this week. A ton going on in TV. I will keep you updated next week.